You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square Media Station. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watched workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it, and I ran back to the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. The Martin Houston Show can be also seen on the Martin Houston fan page on Facebook at Tide 109 on Facebook as well as Alabama Tradition and X's and O's Sports. We're also broadcasting on YouTube on Martin Houston Live and at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. So we can get you in all those places. You can call us the traditional way by calling 205-342-9904. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a you were. I can sit. Open for business, so we invite you to get in on the conversation. Or you can, hey, communicate with us the traditional way. Those of you who join us on our social media outlets, always feel free uh, to throw in your thoughts, your comments, and your questions in our chat box, and we'll work that into the conversation. So whichever way you want to get in with us. Remember that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, this is the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. It's the Sound of Alabama Sports, your show, your team. So let us hear from you this morning. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How about yourself? Doing well. Well, hey, listen, we have to get, get things rolling. There's so much that happened over the weekend. Uh, I'm going to start off with a little rapid fire uh, in the stories that, 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 that happened. Okay, let's see. We got two softball players landing uh, at uh, different um, destinations. Of course, we had... Uh, um, Dallas, uh, good night, ending up back at Georgia, uh, only 35 miles from her hometown. Uh, so kudos to her. And, of course, we also had Miss um, Savannah Woodard transferring to Liberty University. So kudos to them. News on the baseball front, Alabama, big bat from last year, Owen Diodati, 
uh, transferring to the University of Oregon. Uh, interesting uh, move there. He says, my time at the university has been unforgettable. With that being said, I am beyond excited for the next chapter. Proud to announce my commitment to play baseball and further my education with the University of Oregon. Go Ducks at Diodoti. Uh, in a um, in in a Twitter post, and you know, uh, you you look at two of these transfers, guys, Xavier and Mason. Um, Dallas Goodnight is originally from Athens, Georgia. I mean, from from Georgia, uh, only thirty five minutes from home. Did did Marth? discover a diamond in the rough and develop her. And then Georgia came calling and did um, Bohannon find a diamond in the rough that was overlooked by those schools. Cause wasn't it uh, a Canadian uh, Ontario native uh, from Canada going, you know, back up to, to, uh, a bordering state there. So, you know, is that a possibility these guys are, are, because when you first look at this number of transfers, your first thought is is what's going on with the program, right? So, but could that be part of the request? Yeah, I mean, you can definitely look at it in that sense that they're finding diamonds in the rough, but the thing is, you know, you got to be able to keep those guys and, and girls in your program to further your program. I mean, you look at Alabama throughout but, the year, some of these the football but can teams. You the guy, can you keep a guy that that has always wanted to, uh, um, you know, the um, can you keep a person that that is all of a sudden discovered and want to go back and play close to home? I mean, it, it, it could be that they just want to get back to home, Curtis. Lewis said Murphy didn't develop anybody. He failed to develop her. He may not have developed her uh, to the level, but Georgia may not recruit her at all coming out of high school. What I'm saying is one of the things that's known about Murph is that he works the road. Would you agree with that, Mason? He is known as a tireless recruiter, and he's in a lot of these girls. Nobody was no, – people wasn't driving out to uh, the backwoods of Kentucky – where he found Montana Fouts, uh, you know. And so maybe Murph, you know, he may not develop them into the player he wanted them to be, um, but uh, maybe he discovered her by the recruiting process. I don't know if that's the case or not, but I thought it was interesting just, just to, you know, that angle when you see that. Any thoughts or comments on that, Mason? No, I mean, I think I agree with what you're saying, Martin. I think, uh, you know, Murphy, obviously he's a guy who's very, very – you know, like you said, he is out there on the recruiting trail. He's getting these girls to come in here, and it's just kind of an unfortunate situation this year. I think it's just kind of one of those things. You know, yeah, I don't think he knew this was going to happen going into the year, or else he would have done something about it. You know, yeah, and and like I said, I think that I think he played them early when they were. I think he played the young players early against lesser competition uh, guys, and they got a false illusion of how good they were. Uh, talking about the young players. And then when they got to the SEC play, they weren't quite as good. Um, and they didn't play as much. But they felt like they should have because they, they look back and go, well, when we were getting to play a lot, we were undefeated or, or beating people. And then when he stopped playing, we started losing. And, of course, you know 
that everybody's in their ear now. And this is in every sport, not just not just softball or baseball. But how big a blow is it losing uh uh Dia Dottie uh to uh in terms of the bats and the future for um uh Alabama baseball. Uh what who would you make that equivalent to Mason um from the um uh, football standpoint, who would you make that equivalent to? Oh man, that's a uh, I you know I'd have to say it'd be like losing one of our top receivers or something like that. Because you know you look at a guy like Diodati, he was you know one of uh, only a few guys that could pretty you know that could really put it out of the park. So he was I think he was third on the team in home runs last season. So you, know, you kind of lose that uh, you lose that yeah, I don't know, you lose that home run ball that you would get you know if you had say you know if somebody like a you know, if one of our receivers were to leave, I think that's kind of the you're kind of losing similar production there. I don't really, I don't really know exactly how to put it into football terms, you know, but you're kind of, I think, comparing the two, that's kind of the best way I can think to describe it. I, I would agree. It's pretty, 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 pretty big blow. It, it'd be like losing one of your top two or three weapons in offense. So whoever you think is the second or third offensive weapon in football is who it would be. I'll run into a couple other quick things. Uh, Alec uh, uh, Chikura is transferring to Rhode Island. Um, kind of surprised there, not where he thought he would be, I'm sure. Uh, Ole Miss winning the uh, College World Series within three years. Uh, didn't Mississippi State win it last year? Yep. Or was it, yeah, Mississippi State won it last year. Uh, and Ole Miss win, winning their first title. Uh, so Ole Miss uh, trying to make a statement to, to be uh, the, the baseball dominant state. Uh, but on Sunday, right-hander pitcher Brandon Johnson, uh, former three-star athlete of Brookwood High School in Tuscaloosa, dominated in his save opportunity during the ninth inning of the Game 2 World Series. So yet again, here's a guy, uh, the top – Two uh, last two Miss Alabamas have gone over to Mississippi, uh, and now here's a pitcher uh, going over to the state of Mississippi. Um, Alabama is going to have to do something to help the baseball program. I'm not talking about the University of Alabama. I'm talking about state of Alabama, University of Alabama, whatever, to help this baseball. And maybe NIL would do that to help offset some of this cost as Mississippi does not – the state of Mississippi does not charge – uh, out-of-state tuition uh, to go to school there. So uh, big, big news there. Alabama also extended an offer to the son of Saban era great Dre Kirkpatrick uh, senior son, ju- uh, uh, Kirkpatrick Jr. getting an offer to Alabama. So uh, hard to believe Saban's been here long, uh, offering uh, opportunities uh, to his former players, uh, kids. So uh, that's going to be interesting to see how long that goes. And then Alabama's quarterback, Bryce Young, was named one of eight standouts at the passing uh, Manning uh, Passing Camp Academy down in Thibodeau, Louisiana, a 26th annual event. Kudos to uh, Bryce in doing that uh, on their passing competition at the Manning does not fully showcase Bryce Skills set, but the reigning Heisman Trophy uh, winner uh, still uh, was able to to have a great showing. 
And did you hear the question he was asked, guys? How do you motivate a reigning high Heisman Trophy candidate? Did y'all hear his response? I loved his response because that just shows you the type of yeah. player and his mindset that Bryce is. You know, he said we lost. So that that's all the motivation yeah. we need. You know, he, he said it was great to win the Heisman, but they lost the national championship game, and that's what he he said it, he said that's what he came to Alabama to do was to win championships. Yeah. So with that said, uh, and I, I find it interesting. I brought this up on the game when I was with Ryan Fowler on Friday. You you could easily say that the top two quarterback recruits um, and, and, and highest ranked recruits and most talented, not necessarily the best, but most talented would be Bryce Young and Tua Tungavailoa. They're the only two that didn't get it done in their opportunity uh, in national championship games. Would y'all agree with that? Uh, uh, Jalen, technically. No, that's, I didn't say Jalen. I said the top two. I said those two would be oh, the okay, top yeah. two that did not did not uh, did not get it done in their uh, – Even though Tua is credited with winning a national title, uh, Tua did not take his team all the way through a season and, and close it out. So, uh, and and in the record books, years from now, people won't know that Tua won it except for through our conversations. So, because um, in the record books, Jalen Hurts was a starting quarterback. So. Um, the, the they're the only two starting quarterbacks, and I was saying that they were the top two. Um, you know, so that that's an interesting, inter- just an interesting thought out there. And uh, last but not least, I know uh, we ha- have a call that's waiting to talk about this, but uh, uh, coming back on the other side, Alabama getting two big time twenty twenty three commits, as well as uh, a twenty twenty four commit and also making a finalist list for commitment potential for next Tuesday, uh, July 5th. Uh, so we'll be talking about that on the other side. Pat, hold on. We'll get you on the other side of the break because I'm quite sure you want to talk about this big weekend as Alabama uh, football gets two big commitments, one of them a shocker, uh, maybe at this point, not – uh, later, but at this point in the season, and also one of them, uh, is he like uh, kind of a special player that Nick Saban is, is looking to do something with uh, in a couple of different ways? We'll talk about that and more right here on the Martin Houston Show uh, with Xavier and Martin. Uh, you can get in on the conversation once again at the Album One Hotline at 205-342-9904. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we start our Monday morning with a few hot spots, mainly on McFarland and Northport out by the airport and by Northbrook Drive. If you see other conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Now you can get a lifetime warranty on a used vehicle, too, at Towns and Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. See dealer for details. I'm Captain Ray. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The good news, the weather not as hot this week. The sky cloudy at times today and tonight with scattered showers and thunderstorms around. The high today, 88. The low tonight, 68. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers and storms. The high, 87. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 75 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. Man, it's a great day to be alive. Great day. I want to encourage you to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. Be the difference you want to see in the world today because this is truly a day that the Lord has made. Uh, a couple quick notes from uh, the first quarter. Uh, good morning to all you guys. Uh, got Curtis Moore uh, uh, saying, um, of course, I think he – Calls me the Crimson Avenger uh, because I speak positively of, of the uh, Bama sport. Uh, but he said, hey, is it time for a leadership change in softball? Um, Curtis Moore, the second, saying, oh, I love it. Bryce is laser focused, talking about him coming, uh, his comments coming out from uh, the Manning Passing uh, Academy and also uh, CJ Watts. And maybe giving justification of why the college football playoffs need to expand. How about Ole Miss? They were the last team into the field of 64, and now they are national champions. Can't win it unless you're in it. And, and so every time I hear people say, well, the, 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 look at the gap between one through four, that doesn't always mean that five and six wouldn't necessarily be better matchups, seven and eight. Uh, as far as uh, having to play a couple more games to win a football championship. I think that day is coming. They're going to make us hungry for it, but I do think that day is coming. Do a question up, and then we're going to get to Pat on the phone. We're going to talk about a couple recruits. Uh, but um, uh, I threw a question out there. Should Bama cross-train Chris Braswell at inside linebacker or maybe Will Anderson uh, – at, uh, or Dallas Turner so that they can get these three guys on the football field at the same time. I'm going to leave that out there uh, uh, as far as us addressing that question, but wanted that in the atmosphere. And the reason I asked that question is Curtis Moore II sent a um, message to Xavier and I over the weekend from um, uh, that was posted by – David Ballou, he says, heavy day in the squat rack today. Witness one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in training on at Chris 
Brass 410 last uh, set. First guy, first guy, first guy we've ever had hit 4,000 plus watts in this exercise. I don't know exactly what that means, except for that's how they measure um, explosiveness and, and, and power versus worrying about how much weight uh, you do. Incredibly explosive movement. Great day of training in T-Town. So I'll let you marinate on that for a minute. Uh, but Alabama picking up a couple big-time recruits with the uh, and, and jumping on a couple lists. Malik Benson has us in his final uh, list that he's going to be making a decision from. And so that's big-time news for Alabama. And, of course, uh, the young man, uh, Brayson Hubbard, athlete, from Pascagoula, Mississippi, six foot two athlete, hundred and ninety pound athlete. He is a quarterback, a cornerback. Uh, what would he be doing at the tide? Could this be that second quarterback that Nick Saban was talking about getting in his class? And the shocker of the weekend potentially is Thompson High School. We get him. We got the number one uh, player in his position, of course, and one of the top players in the state of Alabama. And uh, Tony Mitchell, the young man who many believe was at the center of the whole Nick Saban, um, Jimbo Fisher scenario, commits to Alabama. Uh X, thoughts on that, and we'll bring Pat in the conversation. How do you give us his thoughts on that? I think it's a, I think it's a big get. Uh, yeah, a lot of people thought Tony Mitchell was headed out of state, whether that was Texas A&M or Georgia. But to be able to get him to commit and stay close to home uh, is a major get for this class. Number one player in his position. Uh and then you also look at what that all means potentially for Peter Woods, his teammate. I mean, you're talking about five guys from potentially five guys from Thompson High School alone being at Alabama in the 2023 season. Of course, with uh, Traquan Fagans and Jeremiah Alexander in the 2022 class, I think it's a major get and can do big things for how this class shapes up overall. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty awesome uh, to see. Uh, let's go ahead and bring Pat in. Pat, you're in with the uh, Martin and with the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier. What's on your mind, sir? Good morning, Martin. Man, uh, what a what a weekend for Alabama. Uh, Tony Mitchell. Did you see what Tony Mitchell had to say about after he committed to Alabama that he was going to help Alabama bring in the finest defensive backfield class that we've ever had. With a uh, Kamari uh, uh, McLean, oh, he, hey, he he wants to make Alabama special. <laughs> Man, uh, hey, I'm just yeah. I'm so excited. You know what do you think? I, well, I mean, I just tell you, I think it's probably a shocker that he committed at this point, considering exactly. um, considering Jimbo. that some some speculated that he was the he was the player behind the whole outburst by Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. 
but I don't I don't know that to be true or not. But uh, I, that's why I said some speculated that. But, you know, it makes for uh, great radio. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. But it doesn't matter at this point because um, he he pulled the trigger and committed um, the the, um, the and he's coming to the tide. So you're getting a couple things. You're getting an in-state guy. It's a win for several in-state guy. Uh, a position that you have to have a lot of guys to on your roster to be effective, even before the portal, but even more so with the portal. Um, he is a six two cornerback uh, with the long. He only weighs one hundred and eighty pounds at six two, so he has the the opportunity to even bulk up more. And don't be surprised if he doesn't become kind of that Minka Fitzpatrick type of player, uh, where he has the frame to become a, a nice safety as well uh, and play that star star position. So I just think he brings a lot of versatility. Then he's going to bring you the potential of getting more people, as Xavier mentioned, at Thompson. And uh, if if he's going out here to try to help other guys come, then he can convince them uh, to help make Alabama great. So I think it's a win-win on so many fronts for Alabama. Right. What are you – Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. What about Coach Saban studying history and uh, playing Bear Bryant and bringing in – a quarterback to possibly play safety. You realize when Coach Sab- I mean, when Coach Bryant was recruiting, he went out and recruited because the top athletes back in the day, almost every athlete was a quarterback, and they made quarterbacks. They made safeties and corners out of quarterbacks, and to bring in this young man out of he's actually out of Ocean Springs, Mississippi, not Pasadena, yeah. but that's okay. Uh, but Anyway, this kid ran for over, he averaged seven yards per carry running the ball. He threw for over 2,000 yards as a junior and was Mr. Football at the highest level in Mississippi as a junior. The yeah. only Mr. Football that was a junior. Well, uh, yeah, and, Pat, uh, and, I mean, and, and uh, I think Ocean Springs is in Pascagoula. High school. Uh, Ocean, Ocean Springs is next to Mississippi. I mean, excuse me, next to uh, Biloxi. Uh, it's between. It's between Pasadena. I'm reading about what was printed. They said Pasadena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 made a mistake. They made a mistake. I ate I ate, I ate the, the finest donuts in the whole world are in Ocean Springs. They have a place called a Tater Nut. But, yeah. uh, and you know, either way, either way with this young man. Either way with this young man. Um, uh, I don't know that he may, he won't play quarterback, Pat. Uh, Possible. I mean, it depends on what he does this year. You know, to see. I mean, he's just, he's just developing. Uh, I don't know. That, I mean, I don't know that Saban won't play him at quarterback. Remember, he said he was taken two. Uh, he's six two, one ninety, and he runs a four five. Uh, runs a four five forty. So, so <laughs> it, it's really. I think it's really Pat. Nick Saban uh, hedging his bets. Um, you, you watch. You watch what happens in the off season. Let's see uh, if 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 what's his name leaves right. Um, um, if what's his name leaves and, and, and goes, you would then have Jalen Milrow, uh, um, 
and uh, uh, as, as as the potential candidate, and this kid could play that style quarterback. Now, it, it's really based on what else you see him doing in this class. I think, uh, oh, without a doubt, uh, he, he's probably going to be a safety, but don't be surprised if he don't get some wildcat action, too, if he's as good as they think he is. So. All right. Oh yeah, like you said, like average average seven yards a carry. Hey, that and uh, and the fact Coach Saban offered a, a Miss McVay kid. Oh my lord, he hey, he may be the one of the biggest human beings I've ever seen, Martin. That uh, this kid out of East St. Louis and East St. Louis is a bad bad area. I know his mama wants to get him to Tuscaloosa, but uh, but anyway, hey, and uh, uh, we got a freshman that uh, he offered that is p- perhaps the best wide receiver in the nation. Can you believe that kind of a statement? Wow. Yeah, well, well I, I, I don't I, – when that, when I hear start hearing best uh, and they're in the ninth grade, I want to give them a little bit more time uh, to, to grow into <laughs> yeah. Hey, Pat. Hey, Pat, hey. do me a favor. Do, yes, do us a favor. Call Brayson Hubbard. And tell him to correct his uh, two four seven page. All right, I'll do that. Undoubtedly, he must be like he must be like me, Pat. Uh, I'm I'm really from Howell's Crossroad. Um, That's right. But uh, but I say center. Uh, so maybe maybe yeah, well, he just people people, people know where center is. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, maybe he said Pascagoula. Uh, so everybody would know what part of Mississippi he's from. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's more it's more southeast Mississippi, Mississippi. But seriously, he's right across the bridge from uh, hey, Biloxi. No, no. We're we're going by what he said. Yeah, I, 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 just want, I just want if anybody goes to the page, which y'all can catch all these great stories we've been talking about on Tide One Hundred Nine. Uh, if you see the story, just know that that was copied directly from his page. Anyway, man. I, hey, I hey, have a blessed day, Martin Houston. Hey, I'm going to bring you a box of them tater nuts, man. Hey, have a great right. one. Bye-bye. That sounds like a good one. All right, All right man. That, that's Pat uh, uh, telling us about those guys. I do want to get y'all's thoughts on those guys real quick. And then, uh, of course, we said we were all, we, we said we we're going to talk about the position groupings, but things happen. And we make whatever the story is a story and those, um, I call them set topics uh, that we want to generate. We'll talk about those when time permits. So coming back on the other side, I do want to talk a little bit about this Chris Bradswell, the lift and his impact and us maybe doing some cross training at middle linebacker, getting some other guys in there. Uh, will it, will we start the season with Moody and, and uh, Toa Toa? And will we end with those guys or will one of these other guys step up? How will Alabama get Chris Braswell on the field at the same time with Dallas Turner and with Will Anderson, if that's the best three, kind of taking that same approach as what Saban does with the offensive line. He moves tackles to guards, guards to centers, et cetera, in order to get the best five on there. Is the best three linebackers all in the same position? And if so, should Alabama look at doing something differently differently on defense to get all three of those guys on the field at the same time? We'll talk about that up next right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 Traffic. 
From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we start our Monday morning with a few hot spots, mainly on McFarland in Northport, out by the airport, and by Northbrook Drive. If you see other conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Now you can get a lifetime warranty on a used vehicle, too, at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. See dealer for details. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com as peptalks35.com or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. With your Tide Sports Update, I'm Mason Woods. The Alabama Crimson Tide is on a roll at the end of June on the recruiting trail. In-state five-star Tony Mitchell announced his commitment to Alabama this weekend, joining six other members of the 2023 class. The Birmingham Stallions defeated the New Orleans Breakers to advance to the inaugural USFL Championship game. The game will be held on Sunday, July 3rd at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton, Ohio, and will be broadcast on Fox. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Play it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. It's time for the Martin Houston Show. With the same hard-hitting, no-nonsense approach in which he played the game, Martin will take you inside the locker room, down on the field, and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis. Remember, Alabama won our uh, title sponsor, and they, of course, bring you the Alabama One Hotline, 205-342-9904. If you want to get in on the conversation, we had Pat talking about the recruits. Uh, we'd like to get your guys' thoughts on that. But before I do that, tell you a little bit, go check out Alabama One. Hey, this is the last week of the promotion. A uh, chance for you to get uh, commercial equipment, ag equipment, 
or buy uh, some toys, RVs, uh, golf carts, uh, boats, motorcycles, etc., and you can get an interest rate. Listen to this. Potentially as low as 1.99. Uh, go check it out. Uh, you can get uh, some uh, reprieve on paying those first uh, couple of payments, 60 days, no pay. So much to offer in this in this opportunity. And, hey, listen, you still have a chance to get in on winning that big green egg if you're approved. Some uh, requirements do apply. But go to alabama1.org or go to one of our branch locations and our uh, loan staff and team will be glad to assist you. Uh, whether for work or play, Alabama One is the one that can get you the equipment or toys that you need. All right. Hey, uh, X and Mason, uh, what are you guys' thoughts? Uh, big time weekend for Alabama. Um, uh, I made a comparison to Tony Mitchell being kind of a Minka Fitzpatrick type of player, big frame, but 6'2", long lean, only 180 pounds. And then Brayson Hubbard, quarterback, cornerback, Etc. In high school, uh, just talks about his athletic ability. He definitely has some straight line speed. Uh, he play quarterback as a, a diamond in the rough, or is this one of those three star guys uh, that blew Nick Saban and his team away in a camp? And is going to be a big time uh, safety addition to the University of Alabama. Yeah, from what I've heard, uh, when you look at Brayson, he's going to be. A, a safety most likely could potentially play corner. Uh, he has the, the athleticism to do it. But what I like most about what Alabama's doing in this class with their DBs, if you look at Jaleel Hurley now and now Brayson Hubbard and uh, Tony Mitchell, these guys are all six foot two. So now, is that necessarily correct? Probably not, but that we're going after bigger corners, bigger safeties. I do like that for this class as the games continues to evolve while you're still getting bigger, more athletic wide receivers. Yeah, that is a good point, Mason. Yeah, really, I'll start with uh, with Brayson Hubbard. You know, he's uh, the guy that was a little bit harder to find some information on, you know, being just a three-star. But, you know, while he is just a three-star, he's still a top-ten player in the state of Mississippi. So, you know, I think what you guys said, he, he obviously has a lot of athleticism. I think where he does lack a bit is, you know, uh, matching up with speed to probably some of the receivers he would be facing if he was a corner in the SEC. A 4-5 probably wouldn't quite cut it in a, in, in a lot of cases, you know. So I think safety is probably going to be a better slot for him because, you know, the athleticism I, I think still works in the secondary. I just don't know that it quite has the speed to keep up at corner. But uh, Tony Mitchell – he is a guy that I'm very excited about. He is, you know, he's a lengthy corner. He's got long arms. He's very, you know, he's very lanky. You know, he he can he breaks up passes well. He's super athletic. He can play multiple positions in the secondary. I think Martin, like you said, he's a guy that I could I could easily see a kind of Minka Fitzpatrick type rise for him once he gets to Alabama. If he if he bulks up a little bit, adds a little weight to his frame, he could be that kind of versatile versatile secondary guy. Yeah, absolutely. I think he he can be and. Uh, you know, who knows that, that there, there may be this opportunity where what's the name can also maybe play some some slot as well. Um, talking about the Brayson Hubbard um, possibility, um, you know, th- and so that's why he he, uh, he may be, um, a, a, like I said, a weapon on the offensive side of the ball um, as, as well, uh, potentially you know, um, a Slade Bolden type of uh, receiver as well. 
and who knows? I mean, with that type of frame, 6'2", he could bulk up and play several different types of uh, things. But definitely don't see him at corner uh, with that 4'5". Uh, but, but something about him made Nick Saban jump the gun. I mean, this guy, uh, he's a top 10 Mississippi player, uh, but 77th ranked at his position. Martin, did you get an opportunity to watch any of his like highlights or anything? I have, I have not. Um, so I, I got to check out a little too. bit of them, and you know, I didn't get to really see much from him uh, playing corner. But some of his quarterback highlights, I think, kind of, you know, at least indicated to me a bit. I think why why Nick Saban may have been so interested in him. And I think it's just kind of his improv his improvisation ability. You know, you look back there and when he's playing quarterback, he is he is making guys miss left and right. He's just running around like a freak athlete. You know, that's that's something that I think can translate to a lot of other aspects of football. Just that sheer athleticism. And I think that's probably why Nick Saban is so interested in him. And, and and Curtis Lewis hit something that I was thinking too is uh, maybe the Jaleel Billingsley type tight end. Uh, and I said I said um, a, a bigger version of Slade Bolden, uh, but but tight end or a Jaleel Billingsley type tight end um, may very well be something too because I mean technically this kid could end up being six three you know or taller. I don't know his parents' DNA or anything like that, but. Uh, but but in some version of the wide receiver mismatch where he's getting a fifth, uh, whether it be it, – it's so hard to call guys tight ends and receivers uh, these days, but I'm, that, that fifth wide receiver uh, type of position may be something that, that he could do. So uh, <clears throat> that, that's a good, good, good observation. So that, he'll be a fun one to watch because he is an athlete. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll watch and see, uh, because he has the potential to, to bulk up, uh, as well as he only weighs 190 pounds as, as well. Kind of a, a tall athletic, uh, kid with a, great hips, uh, supposedly and, and, and good straight line speed. So, uh, but the Chris Braswell, uh, conversation guys, we're, we, we want to give him justice. So we're, we're going to go ahead and get the break, uh, but but let's talk about Chris Braswell. We'll kick the tight end conversation uh, down the road one more day or multiple days. And my Heisman Trophy conversation I keep referring to um, has to do with, is it time for this award to be um, upgraded, changed, modified, or something? Um, and, and, and I'll tease you with why, and we may not even get to that today either. But But guys, think about this. Would you just I want a yes or no on this. Would you say consensus that m- many people say the best player who's the best player on Alabama's football team last year? Will Anderson. Right. That's what everybody says. Right. But he's not even invited to New York. But isn't the Heisman supposed to recognize the best player in college football? So in everything I read this year says Will Anderson was the best player last year. Will Anderson be the best player this year, but he he's still not favored to win the Heisman. So does the Heisman have some opportunities to change and improve? We're, we're going to just tease that conversation. We're not going to get to it, but give you guys a chance to be thinking on that. And if you had your choice, what would you do to rectify uh, that situation when the best player uh, consensus as a whole, um, majority of people voting would vote, uh, the best player on the field last year didn't even get invited to New York. 
was on the same field with the guy who won it. So um, we'll, we'll talk about that. But come back on the other side, Chris Braswell. How would you get him on the field with Alabama? Hit 4,000 watts in his lift in the squat, 4,000 plus, first time ever under the blue method of weight training. We'll talk about that more right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic looking pretty good on this Monday morning. There's a bit of congestion on Lurleen at 15th Street and Scotland at 69. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. Now you can get a lifetime warranty on a used vehicle, too, at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. See dealer for details. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Monday morning. The southbound Amtrak Crescent passenger train was involved in a fatal collision yesterday afternoon. That crash occurred when a car was caught on the tracks at a rail crossing in Birmingham. A man died, but it's not known whether there were any other passengers in the vehicle. The train was southbound toward Tuscaloosa with an eventual determination in New Orleans. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Alabama One Insurance two-minute warning. Alabama One Insurance. You can go check them out at alabamaoneinsurance.com or stop by our branch location at uh, on 15th Street, Veteran Memorial Parkway, right there across from Home Depot and Target. That's Alabama One Insurance. Uh, we will review your uh, current coverages with you. We can uh, reduce your premiums. And you can relax knowing that you're properly, keyword, they're properly covered. Not just enough to have insurance. You need to make sure you have enough and the right coverages. And we'll walk through that process with you. You can do everything online or you can come by and see us in person. That's Alabama One Insurance, your one source for all your insurance needs. AlabamaOneInsurance.com. All right, guys. Um, what, what are your thoughts? Chris Braswell. Uh, most impressive lift uh, David Ballou has seen. Uh, what is that saying about this kid's explosiveness uh, just off of the top, that, that angle first? 
Well, I think you have to look at it like this. He he came in as a five star, one of the top players in the country. I think he was the number one defensive end in his class. So you know the talents there. He just happens to play the exact same position as Will Anderson. You know, he he's that jack linebacker. So it's just kind of hard to get on the field when when you have Will in front of you. So as far as just being an extreme, extremely talented athlete, I'm not surprised at all. Mason. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I think I agree with what y'all said. I, obviously, we know the talent is there, but he's kind of just been uh, you know stuck behind two guys that are just as good as him and have a little bit more experience. So you know, it's kind of just an unfortunate situation for him in a way. But I think you know. Playing kind of that third man role to the other two as a you know as one of these edge rushers, I think he has a chance to really kind of break out and get his name recognized. You know, people, it's going to be I think a lot of times where we're going to see him in the backfield and everyone's going to be like, "Who's that guy?" And then, oh, that's that's Chris Braswell. You know, uh, I expect big things from him this year, and I think uh, I think he can do it from the edge rusher position. I think it's just got a it's just a matter of him getting on the field. Yeah, and I don't think he's behind two guys. I think he's only behind one. I think had uh, Chris Braswell been the number two guy behind uh, Sanders, then we'd be talking about Drew – I mean, uh, Chris Braswell as a starter and Dallas Turner seeking to get on the field. Uh, I think Chris Braswell is probably as good or better than Dallas Turner. Um, As Xavier said, I think he just happened to have been, you know – uh, in the position because when he came on and played, when he came on and got to play when Will Anderson was uh, hurt a little bit, you you didn't see a drop off uh, any more of a drop off than you saw when Dallas was learning to play the position. So I would say that number one. Number two is um, uh, when you have three guys like that with Nick Saban always saying we try to get the best players on the field, how would you go about or how do you see them potentially uh, getting – um, Chris Braswell on the field at the same time as those two guys uh, and, and not taking either one of them off the field? Well, I mean, we talk about cross-training him at middle linebacker, and that could be an option. But we've heard from Pete Golding and others that they're going to have formations where they have all three guys of them on the field getting after the passer. Uh, so I think that's going to be a pretty cool thing to see this year and see how they use that and how many times a game we see that. Because I think that might be the most beneficial way to the to the team to have them all getting after the quarterback because I think that's where, where all three excel at the most. I, I would agree with that. I think that here, here, here's uh, – it would be great to see, and I think um, – uh, What's the name called? That they call Alabama calls it the rabbit position, where they can get all three of them out there at, at one time. But think about this: when if you go back, probably just five years, you probably couldn't do this with much effectiveness. Uh, Maybe a little bit long, but the game has changed so much. How many teams really have like dominant power driving offensive linemen that can maul? Um, a guy like Will Anderson. Most of them don't now, right? Most of them have guys who are are are, are, are they're okay in the run game and they're pass blockers. Uh, and so I, I see Alabama uh, using this even more when the matchups makes more sense. But 
don't be surprised to see Will Anderson slide down a little bit and end up in the gap between a, a tackle and a guard. And, uh, and that guard who, who is probably not as fleet footed, uh, and not as athletic as a, um, uh, a tackle is going to have to block Will Anderson one on one. Now you couldn't play Will Anderson in that position probably all game because over time, just that weight size difference would wear him down. But if you just put them in in past situations, um, I feel sorry for the guard that has to try to, uh, he's just strong. And now we feel like we realize that Braswell is strong too. Um, I, I, I see some, uh, definitely mismatches and some, uh, sacks, uh, uh, coming off that left side with those two guys beside each other. Your thoughts? No, I, I think that's how it work. It'll work, uh, perfectly. I think you could also see it if you put Braswell inside, you know, you're talking about two guys that are around the same size, have very similar length. So just however they do it, however Pete Golden, Freddie Roach, you know, decide to use these guys, I think it's just going to be, as you said, a nightmare for opposing offenses. Yeah, that, and that's what you have to look at is what's what's going to be the way. But it's it's exciting to think that Alabama may have uh, – uh, and, uh, and, and, and that's what Curtis Lewis said. Anderson taking a down lineman position and Chris taking his. I think that's how they're going to do it, uh, as well. And that's going to be fun to see, man, because, uh, I can't wait to see, uh, this Alabama defense. I'm, I get more excited the more we talk about it, uh, the more we break it down. Um, and, uh, and, and what's the name? And, and this is a good point. Curtis Lewis says Grantham is the key. Uh, because Grantham is known for a lot of blitz packages, stunning packages, uh, twisting packages, and, and a lot of movement, which makes – which how did people attack Alabama last year? They they moved people around and made us have to make calls and changes. And when you're trying to – if you're a little slow on a, a switch call or a pass-off call uh, with Will Anderson and Chris Braswell, your quarterback's in trouble. So – We'll talk more about that as well. Uh, and like I said, we'll we'll bring up this Heisman Trophy conversation. We may talk about that with D.C. Uh, X, tell them uh, where else other than on the Martin Houston Show where they can find you. Yes, sir. You can find me on Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube, any any social media platform at XNO Sports. All right. Hey, well, hey, man, it's been a great conversation. Appreciate you, X. Appreciate you, Mason, pressing all the right buttons. Uh, glad to have been with you, all of the uh, callers, chatters, viewers, listeners. Thank you for being a part of the Martin Houston Show. Tell your family and friends about what's happening right here on the Martin Houston Show every Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 on Tide 100.9. Remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lean not in your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Roll Tide out there, everybody.